And now, live from Pod Cabin in Burbank, California, it's the Allison Rosen is your new best friend show. Tonight, Allison welcomes a guest. He's a writer and producer who's working on his follow-up to his book about the American Constitution. This one will be all about his own morning constitution. It's Ben Sheehan. And she's a comedian, actress, and writer who is mere moments away from giving Chooch a new baby brother. It's Jackie Johnson. Tone Zone is here to do his part to help Ukraine by establishing a no-robe zone over his apartment. I'm her husband, Daniel, saying hop on board the love bus and say hello to your best friend, Allison Rosen. Hello, my little Goldenberg peanut chews. Welcome to another exciting episode of Alice and Rosen is your new best friend. That particular carbohydrate was sent in on Patreon. Patreon. By Lauren Kelly. And she uh, put in parentheses that it is a Pennsylvania vegan candy. And if I remember correctly, we back in the in-person days, we did that one as a snack chat. Jeff Fox brought it in. It was good. But I made a comment about how I think I would like it better if it were milk chocolate instead of dark chocolate. And that curried me no favor with everyone who's all about dark chocolate these days. But anyway, thank you for sending that in. And yes, I am on Patreon page. Patreon.com slash Allison Rosen. Bonus episodes on Friend Zone. Uh, You can see the video of what we are recording right now. And one of our guests is quite pregnant. And we just got a very exciting, kinetic, dynamic, seductive, and evocative dance where we got to see the bump. And there's so much more baby than there was last time. And we're going to get to the bottom all of that also my husband's hair there's like a hair reveal that oh my god it just got revealed i mean you're missing out if you're only hearing this you're only hearing this um uh, there's a level where you can text me and i'll text you back i mean so much fun stuff and if you sign up for a year you get two months free so 12 months for the price That's of 10 patreon.com slash allison rosen and by the way i don't like that i start with the hard sell for patreon and yet i do it every time i need to like move this to somewhere else in the show, I, but I'm not going to. Okay. I am very excited to welcome the, <laughs> these guests. Tony, are you laughing at the way uh, that everything is just falling apart lately and I'm just letting it just crumble around me? No, I was I was thinking of something that happened earlier today. <laughs> Remembering a, a funny episode of Sesame Street you saw? Yeah. Oh, my God. Don't get me started. <laughs> very excited. To welcome back to the show, Jackie Johnson. Hello. I know I welcomed you back right when you have a sip of some kind of frosty <laughs> beverage. I'm drinking a smoothie. Oh. And the other guest on today's show is also drinking a smoothie because he made both of our smoothies. As I, you know, you got to get that protein in when you're preg, hon. Yeah. Wow. We should just say that the other guest is your husband, Ben Sheehan, because otherwise, what a coincidence that, that the other guest made you a smoothie yeah. and you guys are both on the show and you're both needing to get in the protein. Yeah, you've got on a hot couple today. I know. Two couples. Live from the other side of the house. <laughs> We're right across the hall from each other. And it's amazing. I can hear everything on a very slight delay. <laughs> I can't hear you. 
can open the door. That's okay. We It's best for us to not hear. That's the point, hon. Yeah, it might just get confusing. Like Daniel and I, and I think we should drill down, and I think that we should include a schematic with this episode. Um, we are like 70 feet from each other. I'm actually in a structure outside, so we are not hearing each other. But I imagine it could. Anyway, enough of all that. Welcome to the show. You are rocking a, a more bold red lip than I normally see you in. I, I like it. It matches your sweatshirt. Yeah, I don't normally wear Jay. I don't normally wear a red lip, but I was trying Gwen Stefani's new makeup line. Oh right. I saw you post this on Instagram. And GX. I just put it on and uh here it is. Here it is. Well we'll we'll get Snatched. into it just means like you know, just <laughs> uh, coming in hot with the drops, tone zone. <laughs> I Jackie, I, I almost sent this to you and I don't know what stopped me. I filmed I I asked Elliot to say, I look snatched, honey. <laughs> and he did. And then I almost sent it to you, but it was like early in the morning. But anyway, I do have a video of my son saying this. I need that. I know you do. Um, ben, hello. Welcome to the show. Thank you for having me back. It's a, it's a very exciting to be here. Yeah. How's your smoothie? It's delicious. I have a different flavor. Matcha latte. Oh, mm. what'd you make, Jackie? So you guys, so you're doing dual smoothies. Different rooms, different smoothies. Wow. <laughs> but one blender or is it a two blender one household? Blender. Two oh smoothies, my God. One blender. Wow. I mean, that's a commitment because there's like a rinse out happening probably. Yeah. <laughs> what a that's commitment. the only step between them. <laughs> I bet mean, you didn't know. Yeah, there's so much more we could talk about, but I'm just going to talk about this. Anyway, I'm, it's so exciting. I'm so excited to see you guys. We have so much to talk about. Daniel, hello and welcome. Hello. Pleasure to be here. How's it going? It's going all right. Yeah. That's how I feel. I'm being honest. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. All right. You admitted that you had some anxiety earlier. Yep. Sometimes these days I just uh, get hit with anxiety and I don't know where it's coming from, why I'm feeling it. Uh, Maybe it's just pandemic life or maybe sometimes, you know, you'll read something. And then you'll forget what you read, but you have the residual anxiety. Yep. Anyway. Mm-hmm. And then anyway. I like to I like to to sort of cycle back through my day and figure out where it came from, but it doesn't really help me. But I still need to figure it out anyway. Yeah. Mm. It's usually something stupid. Yes. Tony, hello. Hello. How's it going? It's going all right. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm not part of a couple today on the show. I know. Do you feel left out? You, uh, you're just you really rub that in. You're like, there's two couples on the show. I know. (laughs) I'm sorry. Um, Tony, are you and Jackie? Is your shirt matching Jackie's cup? Yes. And we did not plan that. Uh, yeah, it, 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 look but, at that. Yeah, we're look both wearing that. our our kneeled it shirts in honor of our our, synergy. our friend Neil Mahoney that passed away today would have been his forty fifth birthday. Oh, I didn't realize today would have been his forty fifth birthday. Yeah, look at that. Yep. So, uh, yeah, I saw like Jonah posting some things about it, and I was like, yeah, I guess I got to wear the shirt today. So, and Jackie's well, drinking Jackie, my did, smoothie and in his honor. Yes, I, I only have three or four cups to choose from, and this was the one Ben gave me, but it worked out. There you go. 
I had no idea. It feels like it was it was meant to be. It was. Um. Wait, why do you only have three or four cups to choose from? I mean, that's a good that's a good number of cups. We have too many cups, but did you recently pare down your cups? No, I just like a plastic big cup for my smoothies. I don't know why. I'm always concerned I'm going to knock them over and break one. Mm. So I like a big plastic cup for my smoothies, and we only have a few. We have Dear Evan Hansen and Beetlejuice. Because we both got those on Broadway seeing shows. Ooh. And then I have my pink Aichiwawa cup with a chihuahua on it. And then this. So I have four. Got it. Got I it. just want to add that the knocking over the smoothie and spilling it is a very founded concern. So it makes <laughs> sense to stick with the plastic cups. Yeah. Wait, did this happen? It happens every once in a while. Hey, I'm a clumsy gal. Sue me. <laughs> <laughs> Nick, <laughs> Nick Weiger was talking about spilling all the time last week. Yeah. Apparently, he receives some kind of cup that's like, it's it has some kind of magnetic technology in it where it's supposed to be impossible to tip over, which that sounds, how is that even possible? I mean, I'm intrigued, but how can they I'm do that? I'm someone who spills a lot, so I got this. <laughs> You're hold. this so is audio. This bigger. is audio, honey. It's like a, it's like a, a spill proof base cup. for your cup. Mm-hmm. And now I don't spill as much. Wow. It's like a cup car holder, but not in the car. Yes. That's right. Okay. So anyway, Nick uh, still spilled despite the magnets that were supposed to be holding his cup upright. But they say that you're even more clumsy when you're pregnant because your center of gravity is kind of thrown off. Have you found that to be the case? You know, I knock on wood every day because I've been waiting for the day that I fall. Mm. It is yet to happen. I've been very careful not to fall and bust my butt. I keep saying to Ben, I'm going to fall forward and my baby's going to shoot out of my mouth. Oh, That's boy. what like my biggest fear, like the, the, you know, the force. But no, right. I've been really, I do knock shit over and uh, I knock over a cup or two. Yeah. Okay. I drop a plate. I do what I got to do. But in terms of my body, I'm yeah. doing pretty good. Good. Yeah. Good. Yes, mm-hmm. I uh, the pla- our place where we used to live was up a flight of stairs, made it down the first flight, and then there was like a short like three or four steps, and then I just ate shit down those steps, dropped the leash. Like, mm. I can't remember if I fell on my pregnant belly and then was beached like a whale. I can't mm. remember, but I know that I, I like ate it. Um, scraped myself up, was most concerned that I had, that the leash came out of my hand. Mm-hmm. Um, but Wendy didn't go far, but I, I was, that's like one of my biggest fears is, you know, a dog taking off. Um, so that happened. And then part two of that story was I, uh, and was this baby number two? I can't remember. Uh, but I know that I had a coughing fit. And I started with every cough, like another gush of urine was coming Mm. out. And I was like waddling to the bathroom, trying to get my jeans off, but I was wearing boots as well. Um, (laughs) So I was like trying to unzip them and every like the jeans with the urine and everything was like stuck to my body. And like I was all scraped up. So everything was like hurt. It was like stinging. And it was just a very third trimester. I can't remember. I don't think so, because I don't think I would have been wearing boots third trimester. I feel like I'm starting to get the, the like, pee trickle. 
Yeah. I just read about that and because I was like, oh, what's that? Oh, that's my own urine. Yes. Leaving my body. That's too much information. (laughs) (laughs) Well, buckle up. I feel like this is going to be a TMI app. I want to talk about pregnancy and couples i want i have so many things i want to talk to y'all about because that's what ben and i are going through right now and y'all have done it twice lay Mm. it lay it all on us you said that you had uh you had a a a marriage i don't want to step on your story by saying what it's about but you said you had a marriage story tell us yeah well i was i've ben and i had a little meeting and i said i think we should tell this story on allison's show are you comfortable telling it and he said yeah I love how he has a slightly pained expression. I actually don't remember this conversation. <laughs> you I don't. Recogni- no, I don't. I recognize this whole dynamic. It's it, Daniel and Ben are twins right now. I could not love this more. Well, okay. I have no idea what you're about to say. Okay, well, I'm going to just give you the title of the story. And if you don't want to tell it, we don't have to. But I did clear this with you and you did say it was okay to share. I, was, I said we should tell the, the crack in the door story. The crack in the bathroom door story. No? No, we absolutely... I mean, well, you set me up to be a dick if I said that. Uh. So obviously we have to tell the story now. No, I, I, it's not being a dick to have boundaries. I just don't have any. <laughs> I, think, I think it's a great story, and I think everyone listening will be better for it. Okay, good. <laughs> Hell uh, yeah. <laughs> so where should we begin? I guess I'll begin by saying, at one time in Ben's old apartment when we hadn't been living together long i was butt naked and i think i just got out of the shower and i was like oh hey ben can you come get me my lotion i like i summoned him and as Mm -hmm. he entered the room i was bent over spreading my asshole (laughs) and i just like he walked in and saw my asshole and he died laughing it's not something you just see every day if somebody's just spread open asshole and we both like were crying laughing at how funny it was (laughs) So that happened, right? <laughs> then cut to now we're married. We own a home together. I'm pregnant with his son. I looked in the mirror the other day. I was I was lotioning up out of the shower, oiling up my ass, and I noticed that my butthole looked dark. Mm. And I I it, it it appeared darker to me than normal. Now as you might know, Allison, when you get pregnant, your nipples get darker. Yes. So I was like, oh, man, has my butthole gotten darker from pregnancy? Is that something? So I went in Ben's room and I was like, I think my butthole's gotten darker from pregnancy. And then he kind of revealed to me, no, that's always the color of your butthole. And we had this whole long conversation about butthole shades. Mm. <laughs> so I decided that I was going to pull another another butthole prank i was like it's been over a year it's been two years since i pulled the butthole prank on ben i think i'm gonna try it again (laughs) so at this point we were sharing a bathroom because our our guest bathroom which i made i don't know why we didn't think of this before anyone out there who's uh in a relationship and you have two bathrooms you don't need to both share the primary bathroom you can have your own bathroom what a concept don't even even. just stop oh my god (laughs) When Stop. we ah! struck a nerve, have I struck See, a Daniel? nerve? <laughs> yes, because when we lived in our apartment, I had one bathroom and Daniel had the other. Yeah, and so now we live in this house and yeah, we have three bathrooms. Problem. There's something different about this situation than the last. And one. when we moved in before, 
We even had, before boxes even hit the floor, Daniel said, I'll be sharing this bathroom with you. Because it is, it's got a better, it's, it's got a better shower and it's nicer. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. So anyway, also, so now we share a bathroom. Son, what? Our son uses the one that's, the second one that's closest to the bedroom. And it's not, it's just not an option. When our so. son is old enough to use the restroom and, you know, on his own, he will have that bathroom. But until then, it's Ben's. And I have mine, and it is what it is. But we were it, sharing because our bathroom had be, had being was being remodeled, so we take turns taking showers at night. I took my shower, and Ben, what was the first giveaway that I was up to something? I said something. I was like, "Are you coming?" I like made a comment. So she asked me to come check something out in the bathroom, and no. right away the fact that it was vague. I had said, are you coming? Are you taking a shower right after me? Uh, that's what I, that's what gave it away. Right. But then you quickly, then you relatively quickly followed it up with, are you coming? Yes. And the tone of your voice suggested, uh, that there wasn't something specific you needed help with. You just wanted to show me your asshole. Yeah. <laughs> he knew. He instantly I knew. Walked carefully to, I walked to the, the bathroom. But the door to the bathroom, it's one of those sliding doors. Pocket doors. Pocket mm-hmm. doors. Yeah. And it wasn't fully closed. And Jackie didn't realize. And so there was a very <laughs> tiny crack in the door. And I could see Jackie bending over toward the sink with her spread asshole facing the door. And I didn't go in right away. He left me sitting there forever. It was a beautiful moment where she didn't know that I knew. And I'm standing there watching her bent over, waiting for me to enter the bathroom so she could show me her spread asshole. I mean, and I was I was bent over with my butt cheek spread for like 10 minutes waiting a, for him. Not a comfortable position. No. I, I gave it a, a, a solid minute or two and just kind of watched. And I just, you know, she kind of like. She couldn't see that I was behind her because of the crap, but she was kind of like trying to listen if I was closer. Like, yeah. Closer. My back started she, getting I sore. Mean, yeah, I was going to say, it probably was uncomfortable, but it was a beautiful moment watching someone uh, do something <laughs> like spreading their asshole in your direction. And they don't know that you know, and you just get a, you know, just kind of see what they're like when they're not even, when they're not. When they know that they're not on stage performing, <laughs> yeah. what's the warm-up act? A that peek goes behind the curtain. <laughs> yeah. Well, this is a beautiful story. And so um, what eventually happened, you came in and you weren't laughing. And I was like, why aren't you why isn't this funny? And you were like, I've been standing here for ten minutes looking at you through the door. <laughs> I don't think it was ten minutes, but it, it was Oh, it was. It was. Ask it, my lower it, back. It okay. Like no, it was. It was. It reminds me of, um, I don't know if that account is still around, but what is it called? It's where people think that their photo is being taken, but the person takes video oh. instead. Ben does that to me all the time. And the person's like, have you taken it yet? Come on. What's, what's the holdup? It's just like that, Allison. It's just because- like that, but it's your butthole. <laughs> Yeah. Um, now, see, I was surprised, Jackie, uh, that you thought that your butt had been a lighter shade before. I I didn't know. I yeah. guess I just never noted it or. But no, my my asshole ha- is a deep 
purple, like deep purple. <laughs> I think that's normal. Hence, hence. Oh, wait, Ben's saying it's not. In which case, mine's also I not. I wouldn't say. I mean, <laughs> you're describing it like a like a firm bruise. It's not. It, it, I it's a it deeper is, shade than I thought it was. Okay, deeper than you thought. Okay, yeah. It's I definitely think- deeper than I thought. And I went in the room and I was like, oh, I think the pregnancy's made my butthole darker. And Ben was like, no, that's its normal color. And I was having like an existential crisis. I was like, I've had a dark butthole my whole life and I didn't even know. <laughs> Got to rethink everything. <laughs> yeah. That's a sound drop, Tony. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's a, there's a ton of them happening. <laughs> I feel like mine is like, and look, I haven't gotten, you know, that in there really, but I feel like. I don't know what a healthy butthole color is, but I'm gonna say mine's almost like a mauvish gray. Oh, I love a mauvish. And no, I mine's like, kind of gray. Mine's kind of gray. I want to normalize mauvish gray bungholes. Yeah, because I feel like people out there think that it should be like the inside of your cheek or something. You know, like pinky. No. Oh no, mine's way darker than yeah. my cheek. Yeah. Men, what color are your buttholes? Hmm. Mine's mine is a deep dark tan because I <laughs> I I've been sunning it. Mm-hmm. i'm not actually sure to be honest with you i think it's in i think it's in the pink family yeah yeah you'd think that wouldn't you that's I what i mean jackie can probably tell you i don't recall off the top of my head i don't look at your butthole way less than you look at mine <laughs> for sure <laughs> but no apparently we that's the conversation we had we were discussing the butthole color spectrum and mm-hmm. and where how they vary and and again, where do we see buttholes as a society? Normally we see them in porn, which a lot of the porn people bleach right. their assholes. So therefore we don't realize that it's normal to have a very pigmented asshole. You know, when you go to bleach your asshole, do they, you know, when you bleach your teeth, how they give you like a shade chart and they mm-hmm. promise you can lighten yeah. a couple shades. Do they give you a butthole shade chart? I don't know. And I want to know. I want I feel one. Like- I feel like there's an opening in the wellness community for some sort of product, someone who yes. will tell you what your health problems are based on the shade of your butthole. Yeah. Um, so I went to the eye doctor today and I was filling out the forms that you fill out when you go to any medical appointment. And I feel like they always give you a ballpoint pen that's kind of drying out and you fill out those, the paperwork and it's all virtually the same. And I was thinking, what Elizabeth Holmes should have done instead of the drop of blood where they test it for a thousand diseases, which like a f- the technologies, I don't know that it will ever be there from what I understand with blood tests, like they have to spin it and it's just like, it's not, it's not feasible to only need one drop of blood. But the way she should have disrupted the $7 billion healthcare industry is to just make a centralized thing where you just fill out your healthcare information and then you just authorize every uh, doctor's office if you want them to have access to it. They can just have access to it. And then you just fill out whatever other information they need so that you do not have to fill out all those questions every single time. Why has this not happened? I also wonder who is manually inputting all of those papers into the computer. That doesn't seem very time smart either. It doesn't. And sometimes I feel like they ha- they haven't entered it in because I know that sometimes they'll have my wrong information and I'll tell them because like my uh, and this actually seems like a big one. 
Uh, my uh, my OBGYN, my doctor there, they have in their files that I've had part of my bladder removed, which I 100% have not. I'm working with full blad here because I wrote that I'd had a cystectomy, which is the wrong term. I had like a, a ovarian cyst removed, but cystectomy is actually a term for having part of your bladder removed. But I hmm. told them this is wrong, but it's still in my chart and probably will follow me till I die. Um, what was my point? My point is just that they're not going back in and changing it. Um, but anyway, yeah, I think you guys together, we should become bazillionaires by, um, suggesting just that they uh, use some kind of software. I feel like like a QR code. Yeah. Mm -hmm. There must be a reason they're not. And I bet it has to do with, um, HIPAA or something. I don't know. It's, It's probably an insurance thing. Everyone's so worried about being sued. They probably want everyone to like how they have like DNA testing companies like 23andMe and Ancestry. Like they save all your data and they can tell everything about you. You get an email every two weeks. It's like, hey, you're probably lactose intolerant. You're like, yeah, I am. How did you know? Like they they can read everything about you from you decide, you know, you trying to find cousins. Yes. If they can know everything about you, then why does the eye doctor not know anything about me? (laughs) Eye doctor (laughs) professor, bitch. Oh. But I got some good news, you guys. So I, my whole, look, for people who have to wear glasses, Jackie, I'm sorry. Uh, this is going to sting a little bit. I had bragged my entire life about having 20-20 vision. And then as I've gotten older, it's gotten worse. Uh, but the doctor today told me that my distance vision is still 20-20. Quote, you just have to work a little harder at it. And I don't exactly understand how that works, given that these are numbers, so if it's 2020, but it's just not as good as it was, I don't quite know how it's still 2020, but I took that win and I still feel, I still feel like I get to feel good about myself, even though it's still a little fuzzy. Um, listen, just we, go girl. I missed a segue before. Have you ever really thought about where toilet paper comes from? For the most part, it's coming from North American old growth forests. And every day we're cutting down thousands of trees to make something that we use one time and then throw or flush away. Real paper uses fast growing bamboo in their paper products instead of virgin tree fibers from our forests. Just like the grass on your lawn, bamboo regrows onto itself. So they're able to harvest the same plant over and over instead of cutting down trees. Um, That's one of the reasons that I love real paper, and it's spelled R-E-E-L. So real paper. It's soft. It's strong. It looks great in the bathroom. The subscription is super convenient. They also make paper towels. So it's just the perfect blend of soft and strong. It's sturdy, but it's not like rough. Real paper is available in easy, hassle-free subscriptions or for one-time purchases on their website. All orders are conveniently delivered to your door in 100% recyclable, plastic-free packaging, even the tape on the box. If you head to realpaper.com slash best friend and sign up for a subscription using my code best friend at checkout you'll automatically get 30 percent off your first order free shipping that's real paper r-e-e-l-p-a-p-e-r.com slash best friend or enter promo code best friend to get 30 percent off your first order free shipping real paper is toilet paper and paper towels that change lives okay we have a lot of fun stuff what are what are i'm sorry but what are the odds that the week there's so much butthole talk you get a toilet paper ad (laughs) I'm telling you, it's kismet. I love bamboo toilet paper. I'm just going to say it. We have it here, and it is a good product. That's right. That said, who hasn't looked at a beautiful old forest and thought it would be a little bit nicer if it was wiping your butt? (laughs) Well, I I get the sense that you have. 
Just saying. All you guys were so vague about the color of your buttholes, and I just don't know that I if I'm buying it. Well, I'll say this. I was unaware of it until the other day. I was oiling up my ass, really inspecting the changes of my body due to my pregnancy, and that was the first time I really took in the color. Yeah. And it's- that's why I, I had to ask Ben about it, because I was alarmed. It's possible. It's possible they don't really know. But Jackie, have you noticed... And I don't mean to get into like a hacky men and women comedy routine 80s style, but I have noticed that most men seem to be incredibly aware of how to tell what boobs are fake. Like this is just information they're born with. They know exactly how to tell and they can like point out sort of like a forensics kind of thing. Like, oh, yeah, well, the little curvature there is that. So I just I just feel like maybe butthole color is the same kind of info for them. I don't know. I mean, we could get into that, I'm sure. Butthole color or boobs? Both. Yeah. We don't need to. I mean, I have a... What? I'm good at telling fake buttholes, too. (laughs) (laughs) Which ones are, you know, butthole implants? Well, in in Daniel's in my defense, and I don't want to speak for him, but, you know, there are... There is, I'm assuming, for him, for me at least, hair obstructing some of the visibility of the butthole. So if you're Mm -hmm. trying to catch a quick glance, maybe your view is... Block. There's no easy way. And it's really not a journey I want to go on. It doesn't have a a destination I'm happy to be at, which is a a glimpse at my butthole. Not, <laughs> it's like, you know, no. Now, shrouded. you left Tony out of this. Do you suspect he has a clean-shaven butthole? Pristine. I'm not quite sure. You know, da- Daniel spoke up about his earlier, so I wanted to include him. I didn't know if Tony wanted to 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 jump in the butthole conversation, but this seems like the right opportunity if so. Well, I haven't really, you know, I've never really tried to inspect it too close, but maybe uh, maybe this is a little something maybe special for the Patreon tonight. people. <laughs> yeah. Yes! Thank you, Tony. I knew you were a team player. That's right. Jackie, are you feeling lots of... Wait, how far along are you? I'm I'm in the third trimester. It's, oh my it's, yeah. goodness! I was gonna ask another. I, I was gonna ask a question of of y'all. Yes. So speaking of behind from behind the butt, I'm finding the only sex position that's really working for us is doggy right now. Is do you remember those days, third trimester? Uh, I feel like. The baby just keeps getting in the way, and the last thing I want is for him to get involved. You know what I yes. mean? So I feel like really that's the only way we're doing it, and it's fine. But any tips in that? I mean, y'all have two kids. We all know how this works. Well, that actually wasn't how it worked for us. That's we, right. That's yes. right. Yes. Um, Any tips? I mean, I just found that my body was like very big and not conducive to sex in general um say more about how you feel like the baby gets in the way you're worried he's gonna get poked and stuff well like there was a time before it was really protruding that we were just doing uh, what would you call it on top me on top you know Uh, yeah that's the only other option basically but but the other day ben was like hey uh your stomach kept really rubbing on me oh yeah and and you know I'm I'm trying to keep it sexy. So the last thing we want is to think about our our beautiful baby son in utero while we're fucking, you know? 
so um not the hottest thing yeah so so yeah that's ben was kind of like he was very nice about it but he was like yeah i don't i think we should cross that one off the list i don't think we can do that one anymore and i was like why he's like well the baby was in my face the whole time (laughs) the baby was hitting me in my chin and i said okay so okay doggy it is but you know i'm trying to keep it keep it fun around here and I'm not saying it's getting stale, Ben, but I'm just saying we got to... Oh, that wasn't implied when you went... Yeah, I mean, the sex is fine. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say that. Oh, just you wait. Play it back. That's a great clip. Tony, save that one. <laughs> no, I just am trying to mix it up a little bit, and I haven't Googled it yet. I figured I'd ask y'all. What about you on top facing the other way? We could do that. I it's suggested solid, that the other night. option. Cause then your your then then your belly's not in his face. Yeah, I suggested that yeah. the other night. We can try that. That's yeah, 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 yeah. Um, are you having lightning crotch or uh, a phenomenon I had, which was pregnancy orgasms? Uh, that's I don't know. Actually, I don't know that that's the term for it. That's just what I called it. Which are where like I've never had orgasms in my sleep, except for when I was pregnant. So are you saying you would have a wet dream? Essentially, yes. But there was not actual wetness. But I would have a dream. I would actually have an orgasm in my dream. It was the weirdest thing. I've had I've had those already pre-pregnancy. Okay, I never had them before pregnancy. Yeah, but lightning crotch. Is that when like the baby kicks your cervix? Yeah, it's like, I think so. And all of a sudden there's like this like electrical like nerve impulse that like shoots down your your vagina and i've had i've had that i've had that i've had that there's a lot the only thing really bad now is the acid reflux yeah oh my god it sucks it sucks real bad that's not fun and now like my weird the the pee thing just hit the dribbling yeah and i'm concerned everyone will you have your uh Oh, you sent one to me. The 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 the, the, the Kegel, Bell. Kegel Bell. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh they say to not use it while pregnant. Right. Because you don't want to bring things up there. But that's also because again, I don't think they want to get sued. Right. So they have to say that. Right. I'm I'm going to a pelvic floor specialist and then oh, once smart. I see her, I'll have a better idea of what's going on in there. That's really smart. Yeah. That's good. Well, you I know, have- I'm trying to pull off this like crazy birth experience so are you I'm crossing all my t's are you doing what you're doing hospital though right yeah yes yeah. we but, talked about that but yeah. my but my goal is to stay at home as long as possible good the hospital will probably appreciate that as well they'll want that yeah yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah um uh is he kicking a ton um non-stop good yeah good how exciting he likes his smoothies <laughs> well um a little thing we do on the show sometimes i don't know if you know this but daniel is a a renowned baby name expert he has come up with some pretty amazing baby names and uh what'd you say daniel Let's not let's not get carried away. Okay, well, I won't, we won't get carried away. But oh wait, we do have a segment where he offers some baby names, and he, it's a uh, it's a service I provide. For yeah, for friends, expecting couples. Okay. Yeah, and so he has some names for you, and we have a little we have a little we found we realized we have a little song. 
Who is that? Those are Smiths? <laughs> yes. I, I reached out to Morrissey and he sent it in. Nice. Mm-hmm. So, you know, everyone's looking for a name that is uh, not going to be overused, mm-hmm. but feels fresh, mm-hmm. you know? Yep. Uh, so that's why I co- that's where I come in. Because, you know, there's a lot of names right now that you think, oh, that's a good name for my kid. And then you start preschool and find there's five kids named Sam mm-hmm. or Trevor. I don't know what's popular right now. Uh, so here's some no other kids will have. Uh, now, uh, try to make this. Some of these are personal to you guys. Uh, ben, you know, you're a constitutional scholar. So I thought Quilliam. Uh, Quilliam? Quil- Quilliam, like a quill? But William, William no but a quill. Okay. A quill. Quilliam. Yeah. Quilliam. Okay. Uh, t- uh, <laughs> because of the time you're having, I like this name, COVID. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Some people like tough names, mm-hmm. truck, <laughs> or Batman, <laughs> Woodge. <laughs> Woodge? Original? Woodge. How do you spell you know, that? If you like the DJ combination, it's popular now. I had Vladimir. I crossed it off. <laughs> business, you know, like business with a Z. Sturge. <laughs> Hames. And now a lot of parents like to combine the parents' names. So Benjacamine. <laughs> no, mm-hmm. Benjacamini. Benjacamini. Mm-hmm. Wait, how's uh, there's a question earlier, which is how's Woodge spelled? Oh, sorry, the obvious way W O O D J E. I feel like people would call him Wooge. Yeah, well, Wooge. Give him something to talk about. Yeah, well, I mean, I don't know if any of those are family names. Well, Ben Jack, I mean, is, and we've talked about it. I don't know, it's on the list for middle names to kind of like honor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, there you go. I like if you Qu- use them, you don't have to credit me. Just I like Quilliam. Quilliam. I kind of do too. It's yeah. really good. What about like? Is there a way we can put Jamin like Quinjamin, Quilljamin, something like that? So we can. Yeah, yeah. Those are really good. Might be fun. Wow, honey, how do you do it every time? I don't know, honey. It's talent. I'm curious. Did y'all play this for your own children? Because I would say they have pretty traditional names. You think so? Well, your kid's name isn't Quen- Quenjamin. I suggested a lot of names that I thought were original and fun. They were all shot down. What were some of the ones that you... Oh, you um, did Gramblin have... Gramblin Napchip. <laughs> Gramblin. Gramblin. I don't know, but uh, yeah. There we were, were some, yes, but you did have some, oh, oh, my blanking. I mean, there was Bertle Beans, but that was just like a silly one. But there was, there were some. Yeah. Oh, well, it'll come to us or listeners will remember and they can send them in. Hmm. 
Maybe instead of your carb of the week, you ask your Patreon to give us a baby name suggestion. Yes. Do you guys have any? Uh, Obviously, don't yet? reveal them. But do you have? Do you have don't some in your them. mind? Well, one one thing we've been talking about, and we haven't landed on a yes or no, but doing a sponsored name. Ooh, oh yes, yeah. smart Casper. That's, you know, that's yeah. That's several and and hopefully you know many many decades. College will be taken care of. Residuals from like crypto dot com. Exactly. Yeah, I was going to say Casper mattress Sheehan. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Purple. <laughs> Wait, what's the blue blue apron? Yes. Blue apron Sheehan. Number one meal kit baby. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of money and whatnot, I had a uh, a weird experience earlier. So I uh, so I feel like with tipping. Or with like you offer the tip and the person's like, oh, no, no, no. And then you're like, no, you take it. And like, no, no, no. And like, they t- and eventually they take it. Or like with when you split a bill or something back in the days of going out in places like, you know, like offer and like, no, it's on me. Like, no, are you sure? No, it's on me. Are you sure? You know, and you have to go through that whole thing. So anyway, um, we got bunk beds for the boys. And we, even though Daniel could have put it together and normally we would have had Daniel put it together, my friend got the same bunk beds and she had a uh, I've never used Task Rabbit um but she had someone from Task Rabbit put it together and she's like do you want his info uh and I said sure and we thought we could just hire someone to put it together in 2 hours instead of having Daniel you know fumble through it so we hired him so I, when it was time to pay him I added a tip to it I've never uh, that seemed nice I, I I don't know so I did it paid him And then there were a couple screws that were like sticking out and I was worried that they were going to um, scratch Elliot. So I texted him and I I asked, does this look, I was, I wasn't thinking it was his fault. I was thinking maybe there was something defective about the bunk beds. So he was like, you know, you know, oh, I, you know, I can cut those screws, blah, blah, blah. I can come back. I'm actually in, you know, I live in the area. I can come back um, and fix that. And like, oh, great. I can come back you know, are you home? And I said, yes. He's like, okay, I'll be there, you know, in the next half hour. So I said to Daniel, should I p- give him a tip for coming back? And Daniel's like, yeah, cause it's going to be more time. So I, you know, took out a 20 and, um, so then he came back and he did it, but it, however long we thought it was going to, it ended up taking like, I don't know, five minutes or something. So it, it, it was like very fast. And so then he was going to leave. I'm like, oh, hang on a second. And I went and I grabbed the money and I came back and I gave it to him. And he's like, oh, you are you, are you sure? And I was like, oh, <laughs> and I was like kind of out of it. And I literally almost went, oh, yeah, actually, never mind. <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> but I was I almost I almost forgot that I am supposed to then go. No, I insist. And then he goes, oh, no, 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 I couldn't. And then I and then we do the whole dance. And I almost just was like, yeah, you're right. Forget it. It's not really worth it. You go on your way. That was a long I, story. I, I consider to- myself uh, an over tipper. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I tip in every situation that there is an option to tip. I tip. Do you ever re-tip like I did though? Because no, I, I, I was going to say I would not have re-tipped. I don't think because I you already paid and tipped him for the service. Yeah, he was correcting something. It I took did. him five minutes. I would not have re-tipped. I think I didn't need to. I almost feel weird about the fact that I did. Nah, 
No one, no one uh, doesn't like a tip. Yeah, of course. Yeah. You know, he's not mad about it. So you tipped on the app and in person. So it actually wasn't through the app. Um, it was like on the side. It was on the side. Got it. Yeah. Um, yeah, because she, he is through there, but she had got him through her friend. It, yeah, it's, it was on the side. I feel like I'm not supposed to say that. Um, I don't know who's going to get in trouble now, but yeah. So yes, but so it was, I've tipped on it. I just gave him a little extra on Venmo. Right. So now does he think I'm a chump? No. He just <laughs> thinks I'm generous. Yeah, it's good karma. That's yeah. why I always tip on every everywhere I go that has a tip as an option. I tip. Yeah. You've had service jobs, right, Jackie? Yeah. yeah that's how that's I fun. basically no, survived my whole life. Yeah. Has anyone yeah. ever re-tipped? <laughs> you know, they haven't. And they're, like when I used to do eyelash extensions... There would be times when I would come back and correct something, mm-hmm. whether it was my error or not. It was not my error, mm-hmm. and I don't think anyone ever retipped me. Oh my god! And it was a lot of work to okay. to schlep my bed back into their house or their office or something. Yeah, or to remove I, the lashes. I they, I never like, got retipped. Even though you don't have to, and sounds like no one ever does you know it's still time he has to drive over and do yeah it. it just i just it just felt a little weird to just be like oh thanks for coming all the way back and yeah. it the thing the the x factor was that it was so fast i but i thought it was going to be like another you know chunk of time that he was coming back and also i guess ultimately it kind of was him correcting his work but i wasn't sure whether i don't know whatever i don't really care i just can't believe i almost was like yeah now that i think about it i'm not going to give that to you <laughs> but he was just so like oh this is unnecessary and i was like you're right it is anyway um listen enough of that there's something we have to talk about but then we're going to do a quiz. You guys didn't know there was going to be a quiz, did you? Jackie might have known because she lives with the person who's going to be quizzing us. But I did not know this. Oh, I love a secret. <laughs> Clap if you're excited about the new Manscaped launch. Oh, yeah. Today, I'm excited to announce their brand new ultra premium collection. Believe it or not, they're moving above the bikini line. I'm talking about upgrading the man in your life's hygiene routine with your favorite manly scent. This is an all-in-one skin and hair care kit for the everyday man. That's you, Daniel. You're the everyday man that covers him from head to toe. Literally, Manscaped is trusted below the waist. Now trust them with the rest. Help him join the 4 million men worldwide who look great and smell great thanks to Manscaped by going to manscaped.com for 20% off and free shipping with the code BESTFRIEND. Look, we're big Manscaped fans around here. There's tons of Manscaped product in the shower. The one that I mentioned before that Daniel insists on sharing with me, even though there are other showers in the house. Daniel smells great. He's well-groomed. You love Manscaped, right? Stuff smells good. They got shampoo, conditioner. They got body wash. They got all sorts of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, enhance his perfect grooming routine with their ultra premium collection. This package includes Manscaped premium deodorant, hydrating body moisture, body wash, two-in-one shampoo and conditioner, a nourishing and luxurious two-in-one far above the rest infused with sea kelp and coconut water. 
You and I are both big coconut scent fans. Plus a free gift, a three-pack set of lip balm that's made with ingredients like vitamin E, peppermint, and eucalyptus oil to keep those lips feeling moist. A lip balm so good, you're guaranteed to steal one or two from his set. That's four products and a gift inside the Ultimate Premium Collection. All of these products are cruelty-free, paraben-free, vegan-friendly, and dye-free. The best ingredients with zero compromise. Get 20% off plus free shipping with the code BESTFRIEND at Man's Manscaped.com. That's 20% off fr- plus free shipping with the code best friend at manscaped.com. The only smell you'll want on him in a bottle. Thanks to Manscaped. Uh, and then I also want to tell you guys about Lumino. Here's something I didn't know. 98% of oral bacteria are good for you. They're actually essential for your oral health. Turns out the fact that all bacteria are bad is just a myth. And Lumino is busting it wide open. Um, and uh, I have pretty sensitive teeth. I have, I've done like bleaching and stuff in the past. And I can't really handle a lot of the other kinds of of bleach and that kind of stuff at this point because it just, uh, it's a little bit, it's a little bit too harsh for me at this point. But Lumino makes toothpaste, mouthwash, and whitening that are totally, that it's a totally new and different approach for improving your oral health. They use purposeful and uncompromising ingredients like sea salt, aloe, and coconut oils to clean and brighten your smile. Plus, everything they make is certified non-toxic. You won't find harsh chemicals or bleaches in any of Lumino's products. Everything is dentist formulated, backed by over 50 studies and proven to protect the good bacteria also known as the microbiome. You'll love Lumino's whitening. It only takes 30 minutes to apply and brightens your smile with no sensitivity. As I was saying, no sensitivity. Find Lumino on Amazon.com and get $7 off today. That's Lumino, L-U-M-I-N-E-U-X. Remember, it's spelled with an X so you can X out the harm. Lumino, dedicated to illuminating better ideas in oral care. Okay, we're going to do this quiz in one second. So you guys think about weighty topics. But first, a gal chat question for Jackie, because it's something I've been wondering about. Okay, Jackie, you know I gal chat. fritter away my time on TikTok. And the the gals of TikTok have been talking about uh, a new mascara. And I'm curious if you have thoughts about it. Mac stacked or something? Yeah. Unfortunately, Mac is not a Natribute approved brand. So Got I cannot it. try that that mascara it does seem great but mac is on the no-no list so i cannot give an opinion i wondered about that okay good to know yep well quick quick and easy gal chat yeah (laughs) all right now a quiz ben take it away oh is this a constitution test (laughs) it's not it's not allison asked me to prepare a fun and light quiz (laughs) for today and so the topic we agreed that would be the most fun and light is nuclear weapons. <laughs> oh no. This is a game that I've made of six questions called Who Has Nukes? Do we you might need pen and That's paper. What I was ask. Yeah. Okay. Who guys, has nukes? And Ben sent nukes? me the questions and I didn't look at them because I wanted to be a contestant. So I want everyone to know I am such an honest person that I abdicated my responsibility as producer and host of the show so that I could have a good time. I hope you all appreciate it. Yep, we right. yep, we do. Right. Everybody ready? Everyone <laughs> yeah. have a pen and paper or ready to write this down? Yeah. It, it should be pretty quick. You're just basically going to put down the name of a country or a number. Okay. Right, uh, 
Um, okay. So we'll do, I think we do our answer and then we read our an- like a- question, answer, question, answer, question, answer. All right. Here's the first question. How many nukes are there in the world? Oh. Are you saying, like, how many countries have them or how many are how in many existence? How many individual nuclear weapons are there in the world? Okay. Um. All right. Who would like to go first? Allison, you want to start it off? Uh, a hundred thousand. Okay. Jackie is holding up thirty-eight thousand. Mm-hmm. Tony, what do you got? Thirteen. <laughs> thirteen. Yep, just, just thirteen. 13 okay. Oh, 13? Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. I said ten thousand. Well. One of you was almost exactly on the money, and one of you ended up being the closest. The closest is Daniel, but Tony, if you had said 13,000, that's exactly <laughs> the correct number. Oh, I had wow. no idea how to even guess at that, and so... There are 13,000, yeah. and wow. as this is a part two to this. You don't have to, pre- you don't have to hit the, the, you know, the Jeopardy noise. Who has, which country has the most... Is this a question for the for the paper? It's a part two. Hmm. Okay. A part two, and I will also say, one country has half of those. I just saw your TikTok on this, Ben. Well, then you should be able to get some of these. Yeah. Um. Wait. Who's You'd keeping think. track of the score? Are you keeping track of our scores? I'm keeping ben? track okay. of everything. So I okay. got it. So we have we have Daniel is uh, question one a is the closest. Without getting over. Okay. Are we going in the same order? Yes, we are. Okay, I guess China. Okay. Jackie um, says Russia. Tony. I also said Russia. When obvious. Okay. I'm saying Daniel. United States. Oh, good guess. Tony. Jackie, congratulations. Hey. You each get a point. Yeah. I would argue it's not a great piece of information. You're right. Uplifting people's spirits, <laughs> yeah. but that is true. Russia has almost half the world's the world's nuclear weapons with six thousand two hundred and fifty-seven. Jeez. How many do we have? Uh, we 13. have 5,500. 5, <laughs> we're we're a close second, and that was not a question on the test. If the is whole that, if if there really were a hundred thousand as if, as I had guessed, these numbers wouldn't be so daunting. There used to be a lot more. We used to have close to a hundred thousand, but this was uh, several decades ago, and we have wound them down. But thirty thousand is still a lot. Yeah. Okay, so hmm. we're going into the second individual question. Right. Okay. A hundred and ninety-one countries have signed a treaty to allow just five countries to have nukes. Two of those, as we've established, are Russia and the United States. What are the other three? Could you repeat the first part one more time? I'm sorry. 191 countries have signed a treaty to allow only five countries to have nukes. 
Two of those countries are Russia and the United States. What are the other three? I can get two, but the third one. So there are five total. We're looking for the other three. Now, does this mean these are the only five countries that have nukes, or these are the only five According countries? According to a treaty signed by 95% of the world's countries, these are the five countries that the vast majority of the world has agreed to allow to have nuclear weapons. But there could be countries that have them that the world doesn't allow. There might be some questions coming up on that. Ah. Hmm. All right. All right. I'm going to I'm going to do a reverse order now. I'm going to start with you, Daniel. Well, I I think there are more than 3 other countries that have them. Um so I'm choosing China, India, and Israel. Uh but I, you know, Pakistan has them. And uh I I'm sure like some European countries have them too, right? But I'm going China, India, okay. Israel. China, India, Israel is your answer? Okay. Yeah. All right, Tony. I said China, Japan, Canada. Jackie? I hate that I don't know this because I watch all your TikToks. And I just want you to know that I am a supportive wife. (laughs) But (laughs) pregnancy brain. (laughs) I put China, Israel, Germany. Allison? I can't even claim pregnancy brain. And I feel so dumb. Oh, I... Because I feel that Israel is one. And I didn't even put that... Okay, I preface this with feel real dumb. China, Iran, Saudi Arabia. Iran. Well, you all got one of the countries. (laughs) Now, I'm not going to comment on any of the other countries' mentions. Some of them may or may not be answers to future questions. Okay. But China, the United Kingdom, and France. Oh, I, th- I even thought of those. Allowed to have this is a trick question because according to 191 countries. Yeah, because I thought I knew the other ones had them, and I wasn't sure about the UK and France. No, so they don't have a lot. There's a pretty big drop off. It's we're talking. Russia has the most. Thirteen. Yeah. Thirteen. Yeah. <laughs> How many do you? It really might not even be that many because I've been to the UK and France, and I never saw any. It's yes, not, same. that's true. Yeah. And they do they do have them on display. I think there's some at, at the airport. <laughs> they, have you been um, to the Paris Disneyland? It's a couple they each have a couple hundred. So not nearly as many. All right. So nobody gets points. Everyone kind of got one, so it's a wash. So we still have we still have Daniel, uh Tony and Jackie tied for one or I should say tied for two. Allison has one. <laughs> okay. The fact that I have one at all is Blowing my mind. <laughs> Y'all gotta watch Ben's TikToks, and you gotta retain them. Because apparently I watch them, but I don't remember I don't retain anything. a goddamn thing anymore. <laughs> All right. We have two more questions. Now, it's a real poor showing for yours truly. Wow. Okay. I sometimes give Jackie things to hold on to. My keys, my water bottle, a tube of sunscreen. Similarly... The United States gives other countries things to hold on to, specifically nukes. Mm. Which five countries are currently holding on to nukes on behalf of the United States? Which five mm. countries? Here we go. Uh, 
I want to tighten this up in post. <laughs> no. No. Let it play. Okay. I'm going to need a little more time. Okay. Then I will also go in the same order I went last, which means, Daniel, you were up first. I mean, I don't know if I can come up with five. Uh, okay. So I've got Israel, Canada, India, I know they have them. Maybe they're ours. Germany. Um, and uh, Mexico? No. I don't know. I can't think of a fifth. Um, so you said, Indi- you said India? India. Uh-huh. Anyone um, else? India? Australia. India, Australia. Uh, Israel, Canada, and Germany. Okay. Okay, I have mine. All right, what are they? I was trying to think of our buddies mm-hmm. slash places that would be nice to visit. Mm-hmm. So I have. Oh, I've got a. Hey, Sorry. you you had your turn, buddy. I know. I'm going to write it down though. I have Israel, Canada, Italy, Japan, and Greece. Japan. Talk about excellent cuisine. Lovely vacation I just planned. Okay. Tony? England, Scotland, France, Canada, Holland. Oh, okay. These I literally just thought of countries. England, Canada, France. England, Scotland, France, Canada, Holland. Okay. Smart. All right. I I only kept with four. Uh, okay. is Israel, Ukraine, Canada, Pakistan, and I don't know. Hmm. Great, great job. Okay. <laughs> well, we have, let's see, Daniel, you got one. <sighs> Correct. That would be Germany. Nice. Damn it. And Jackie, you also got one. That is Italy. Hey! hey. And Tony. Hey. You got one. Which one? And it is the Netherlands, Holland. Uh, wow. That was, that was just a, I mean, they're all a shot in the dark. Who am I kidding? Look at you. My sound effects. Wow. Are. The countries, the five, now they cannot launch them, but they are holding on to them in case they are needed for whatever reason, are Turkey, Italy, Germany, the Netherlands, and Belgium. Wow. Hmm. And they each have about 20 to 50. But they're still considered in our count. That's correct, because only we can launch them. So they can't, though, and none of these countries could launch them if they wanted. It has to be the United States who can launch the, the weapons, but they are stored in these countries. Mm. But why? Probably for strategic defense purposes. If it's closer to somebody yeah. that might be attacking us. So you're mm-hmm. saying if it, somebody from America can be like, hey, it's me, I can launch this, and I could go hit the button? That person would specifically be the president, but yes. Well, we'll see about that. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, I lied. There are two more questions. Okay. okay. I went out of order. I messed this order. This is back to the treaty. There are four countries that have nuclear weapons that have not signed that treaty. What are they? Oh, like they're breaking the rules? 
Kinda. I mean, they haven't signed the treaty, so technically they're not. But there are four holdouts on the treaty. And it's because they have nuclear weapons. Okay. Who are the bad boys out there? Who are the bad boys of the countries? Now, some of these have been mentioned already, so I did, that's the only hint you get. I don't remember some of the other answers. Hmm. All right. I'm going to go. I'm going to go back to the original order. I'm going to start with you, Allison. Iran, Saudi Arabia, Pakistan, uh, United Arab Emirates. Okay. How many are we supposed to name? Jackie, four. I don't remember if some of these were already on the list that are allowed to have them or not. Okay. Go for it. Mm, China, Japan, Israel, and the Bahamas. (laughs) Solid. Excellent guessing. Tony. <laughs> China, Russia, Israel, Saudi Arabia. Russia's allowed to have them. You said China, Russia, Israel, Saudi. Who Saudi and, Arabia. And Saudi Arabia? All right, so yeah, yeah. All right. And Daniel. Going with India, Pakistan, Israel, South Korea. Okay. Maybe I mean, but th- does North Korea have nukes? I can't remember. What's your answer for the last one? South Korea. South Korea. Yeah. See, I would have gone North Korea. Well, I'm just not certain they have them yet. I know that they're they're well on their way. Daniel. Yes. You were a single syllable away for going four for four. Whoa! Ah, it was North Korea. India, Pakistan, Israel, and North Korea. North Korea. Wow. You almost got it perfect. So you get three points. One, two, three. Uh, Tony, you got one. I'll take it. Okay. I got one. One, two, three, four. I think I got one. Jackie has one. Jackie, you got... Israel. You got Israel, right? Mm Mm-hmm. And Allison got one, Pakistan. <laughs> what is there it is. So Ben, can you real quick tell us All the right, countries? Going into the fi- going into the final question. Very close. We have Daniel in the lead with one, two, three, four, five, six correct answers. Because I'm giving one per country, right? Because people you don't have to get hundred percent. Yeah. Daniel's at six. Jackie's at four. Tony's at four. Allison's at two. Oh, no. This is anyone's game. <laughs> Here is the final chance. There were. Thank you, Tony. (laughs) I gotta think it better. There were many trends in the '90s: pogs, flannel, bedazzling your trapper keeper. Another trend: giving up your nukes. Who are the four countries that used to have nuclear weapons but all gave them up in the '90s? I mean, if you would have talked about Furbies or something, I would have gotten this. <laughs> you know, shit. Okay. 
I, four of them, mm. you said? Four. Okay. All right, I'm going to mix up the order. Jackie. Damn it. You're up first. Damn it. Unless you need more time. No, I'm I'm going in. I'm I'm just going in, okay? So, for some reason, Germany feels very 90s to me. So, I'm going Germany. I have Switzerland here because we don't hear much from them. They're the, you know, the Switzerland, the peace, peace. Maybe in the 90s, they were fucking shit up. So, I'm going to go Germany, Switzerland. And I didn't have time to write the other two, so I'm just going to go off the top of the dome here. Let's see. Wales, okay, <laughs> and the Philippines. Okay. That's what happens when you go first. You got to have cojones, okay? <laughs> Tony, what do you got? I put down Germany, Italy, Sweden, Scotland. Okay. All right. Daniel? God, this one. Uh, Canada, Spain, Switzerland, and Australia. I don't feel good about this one. All right. Oh, I put Switzerland too. Allison. I don't feel good about any of this. So I just want to tell you, there's a huge opportunity to pick up a lot of points here. (laughs) For someone else. Spain, Greece, Norway, Austria. Okay. But, you know, Austria was a quite a nuclear power. I believe that no one got anything. <laughs> wow. Wales? Really? Wales? Uh, let me remind you that Wales is part of the UK, which yeah. is one of the five countries that has nuclear weapons currently, and it's allowed to have them. Yeah, but it's its own country. Yeah, that's what that's... Well, it's, Yes, but it's part of the UK, and UK has can have. You're saying that what your your question is when it officially became part of the UK long ago, it gave them up. No, I get you. Damn it! <laughs> Move on. Okay, the the countries are South Africa, oh. which gave up six. Belarus, which had eighty one mm. and gave them all to Russia. Wow, mm-hmm. Kazakhstan which had glorious nation of Kazakhstan, which had 1,400 after the fall of the Soviet Union and gave them all to Russia. (gasps) Borat's home. Borat's home, (laughs) indeed. And the final one is Ukraine, Mm. which had 3,000 nuclear weapons. Oh, I heard this Was the third nuclear power, third largest nuclear power. And in the mid-90s, gave them all to Russia to be destroyed in exchange for Russia and everyone else respecting its country's borders. I actually heard that today and forgot. I feel like that Wait, was maybe a bad, a bad idea. Mm-hmm. Wanted to end that on a real happy note for you. What a fun quiz. <laughs> Embarrassing oh, wow. for me personally, but that was fun. Can the next one be about Furbies? <laughs> yes, or makeup yes. or something. You guys, now y'all have a glimpse as to what it's like being married to Ben. <laughs> Sounds great. That was so much fun. Thank you so much. Um, let's say hello and welcome to our new patrons. Allison wants to say thank you to 
by the way, I sing that song all the time. I love it. It's so yeah. good. It's so it's catchy. So Hello and welcome to Celeste Riley, who converted to an annual subscription again. Two months free if you subscribe for an annual subscription. That's Scott a good deal. Cole went straight to annual. Hello and welcome to Jennifer G. Hello and welcome to Jerry Borger. Uh, Pamela Yama converted to annual. Julie Kem signed up. She is at the texting level. Julie, uh, if you now a bunch of posts will be unlocked to you and, uh, they should include the phone number that you text and then I will text you back. But if you can't find it, just message me or I will, I will, I will reach out to you. Uh, hello and welcome to Hannah Russell and hello to John Ketterling who has signed up. No, who has converted to annual. I uh, hope you guys enjoy all the Patreon fun stuff. Um, Patreon. Jackie and Ben, how was Hawaii? You guys went to the Big Island. Uh, I've never been to the Big Island. And it was I've been so beautiful. It. Oh, and you also went to Lanai or Lanai mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. La- that other island. Lanai. Lanai. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was absolutely incredible. I, I, I really can't recommend Lanai. No. I mean, the Big Island was, was amazing. And we went all, Jackie planned this entire, she planned the whole trip. I should say, Jackie planned the entire trip, the whole itinerary, everything we did every day. Um, but I have to say, Lanai is pretty spectacular. Nice, yeah. I have, so I you recommended more Lanai than- before, but Allison poo-pooed it because she thought it was a little bit barren, like not as lush as the other islands. What's your thoughts on that? And is she, how how wrong is she? Very or just mostly? <laughs> I would say there's not a ton going on on Lanai, but the last thing I would call it is barren. It's extremely lush. In fact, the place we stayed at, the Sensei Lanai, feels like you're in Jurassic Park or Fern Gully. Nice. It's in the mountains. So it's a whole different experience. It's like, it's, I, I can't even describe it. Jackie can do it better. It was just stunning and peaceful and beautiful and delicious food. It was just, the vibes were immaculate as the kids say. Oh, are they saying that now? As far as I know. And it was absolutely beautiful and relaxing. And that resort, you have to be at least 16. So it has a very adult vibe. Mm -hmm. And we just ate delicious food and relaxed and had amazing massages and just got in pools and sat around. It was very peaceful. And then Big Island was more adventure, although I couldn't do a lot of the really fun adventure stuff. But that was more going, seeing, driving around, doing stuff. So I think Lanai is the perfect stop for if you want to relax a little bit and then you still want to go do fun adventure stuff. It's the perfect kind of middle spot. Yeah, oh, that sounds really nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. Are you guys both wearing those aura rings? Yes. I've gotten Ben into the aura cult. Cause I kind I of love it. You do. I love it so much. I've learned so much about how horrible I am at sleeping. I kind of want to do it, but a little bit. Cause sometimes when I wear v- trackers and things, um, I think to myself, well, this is a lot of info. I don't need this much info about myself. It's just more stuff to be neurotic about. Yeah. Do you feel that way about this ring at all? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But it's useful information. And it's interesting because based on what you get, it will tell you, hey, you didn't do this. Maybe do this and it'll get better. So it, it is a way to help. 
get your shit back on track. And it's very telling and very interesting. And even nights, if I eat too late, I can tell. If I go to bed later than I'm supposed to, I can tell. It's just really interesting. But yes, the nights where I'm up late and I can't sleep, all I'm thinking is, Aura Ring's going to be fucking mad at me tomorrow. <laughs> but, but it's like, interesting. What? So like, how how is it mad at you? Or like, what what kind of info does it give you? And how does it, how do you then adjust? So it tells you basically what type of sleep you got and how long. So it'll categorize it as you got this much, this many hours of light sleep, this many hours of deep sleep, and this many hours of REM sleep. Mm. It also mm. scores you based on how quickly you fall asleep. If, I didn't know this is bad. If you fall asleep too quickly, it means you're too tired. You're sleep deprived. You have to have like a longer, uh, uh, several minutes to fall asleep. And it talks, it tells you what, uh, uh, like if you're restless, I guess is, I don't I actually don't know what the restless displeasure. No, it tracks your movements and things during sleep, and, and then when you wake one. up, and yeah. There's another one which is I think I think bedtime. If you, it tells you an optimal window of an hour to what time you should go to bed, and if you don't get that, you also get penalized. So Jackie gets consistently high scores. I get consistently terrible scores. I'm a C minus sleeper. I've learned. Can you change this? Do you want to? I can try. I sleep. With, I have. I have. T- I mean, I have tinnitus, so oh. I have to deal with like a buzzing in my ears. So I have to sleep with like a noise machine and all this stuff. So I, it's a little different for me. But I uh, sometimes, you know, sometimes it's right. Sometimes it tells you tip things to do, and you and you fix it. There was a point where I had cured my insomnia based on my intel from the from the aura ring. But now, because I'm in my third trimester, I'm not getting any deep sleep, like literally none. So. Uh, it's not helping me. There's no pregnancy setting. If I had one note or a ring, it would be, give me a damn pregnancy setting. Because it keeps being like, we haven't detected your period in months. Are you alive? And I'm like, bitch, I'm pregnant. And also, that would uh, you would understand why I wake up every hour, because I'm being kicked from the inside of my body. Give me a damn break, Aura. Right. But they don't have that setting. But it's interesting, because based on your sleep and your heart resting heart rate, it it then gives you a certain amount of of steps you're supposed to take the next day. So if you got great sleep, it'll go, great, you need to walk seven miles today. If you didn't, it'll go, you know, take it easy, maybe three or four miles or whatever. Um, and that's fun for me as well to track. Um, and then it, it doesn't make you feel great, though, when you're lazy or you don't do the goals. All the little meters are in bright red. They're like, hey, you didn't get your exercise today. Get off your ass. Hmm. But I find it extremely interesting, and I will wear it forever. I love it, and I got bent on it now. And uh, if anybody wants one, I have a $50 off code. I kind of do, but I kind of don't. I don't know. I already have an app that's yelling at me every morning that I'm tempted to just take off my phone. Yeah. I think you're going to find, Allison, if you did that, that you do not get any REM sleep. This is da- – sorry, there's a, there's a moth in my studio. <laughs> Another oh. fan. Um <laughs> Uh, yeah, Daniel's theory is that the reason that I'm always tired is because I don't get any good quality sleep ever. And it's not a bad theory. I do wake up a lot in the night. Yeah, yeah. Well, we now know that you get REM sleep in the second half of your sleep cycle. The first half you get your deep sleep and the second half you get your REM. So if you find yourself waking up more towards the morning, towards the light time hours, then that is probably a REM issue. I'm now not getting deep. And getting lots of REM, and Ben is getting deep and no REM. That's where we're at. I get my best sleep when my alarm goes off. 
That's when I'm really just <laughs> mm-hmm. coasting into feeling super tired. Yeah, yeah. Get ready for that aura to be super annoying because you're not going to be getting any sleep. Oh, you mean you mean I should because it's just going to be you. like. No, 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 no. no. Oh, oh, I see. Oh, yeah. You will have a baby. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's going to be a real mess in a, in a few months. Yeah. I know that. There but really I feel be like a setting for that. That's why Ben and I were trying to get to the bottom of our sleep now. Smart. Because we know that it's going to be a real issue in a few so months. So we could see exactly how bad it's going to be. Yeah, yeah. But now we at least know that we can function semi you know because again i get no deep sleep none i got 30 minutes last night which is insane there's a theory i don't know if it's true but i've i've read this in countless books and stuff a theory that the reason that you sleep so poorly in the third trimester is it's like your body preparing you for not sleeping well yes Mm. yeah yeah so buckle up buckle up yeah i'm so excited for you though but I get the whole, I've been really moody and anxious. Yeah. And it hit like that. Like, Aspen, I was a damn barrel of daisies. And then all of a sudden, I'm like, ah, and like upset and depressed. Like, it really is. It just was this major shift. And I'm just starting to have real anxiety about, I'm happy I'm pregnant. I'm obviously, I've wanted to be a mom my whole life. I'm, but I am starting to be like, oh, my God, my whole life's going to change forever. Yeah. Oh, what am I going to do? What have I done? Like that. But everyone says that's normal. It is. It's a huge identity shift. I remember yes. feeling very nervous about like the, the the nesting urge. Although I don't think I experienced it as nesting as much as this feeling of like we were Daniel was building some bookshelves and it was around like the seventh month where I'm like, we need like I just felt like we need to get organized. We need to get the stuff like I felt I felt like the space wasn't how I wanted it to be. And I feel like we need to get it in order. And I don't know. I was the kind of person, though, who I don't know how you are with like having your bags packed for the hospital. And like, I did not have that stuff done ahead of time at all. Also, I will tell you and you can this information is like readily available. But the first time we I packed so much stuff that I did not need. Um, I mean, it's fine to overpack, but I really did not use half the stuff I brought. So you don't need most, most everything you bring, you're probably not going to need. There's, yeah. You just need a few things. I'm a pretty light packer in general. That's smart. That's good. But I have lists and yeah. spreadsheets I was given and YouTubes <laughs> and books. And I've been in a baby class for three months now, two months. Oh, good. So I've got a lot of, a lot Info. of prep. Yeah. Yeah. I'm prepping mainly in the birth space, not as much as in the child care space. I but feel I, like okay. I am starting a child care class soon and a breastfeeding class. See, I feel like that's good. I feel like I didn't prep enough for the actual birth. And then I felt very um, kind of ill prepared for it. I don't know. For you some reason, for the I just. Child. What, honey? We, we prepared for the birth, but we didn't prepare for the post birth. Oh, no, I was kind of saying, I I didn't feel prepared for any of it, really. We did classes and stuff. Yeah, we, we did. did. All sorts of classes. We did, but I still felt, I don't know, I get that. I think you're preparing a little more. I think that's good. I feel like I didn't start early enough. I don't know. The whole thing, it's a journey. It'll be fine. It'll be good. It's great. I mean, it's oh my. very hard. A lot of books. Yeah. It's hard, but nature, yeah. nature makes you f- fall in love with these fuckers. You know? Yeah, that's so beautiful. It's like, 
<laughs> it's like you're just like, wish I did wasn't didn't love. How me. immediately did you feel that feeling? Was it like right when the child was you, born? There was like some people say that like there's they have like a, they feel like a chemical reaction like as I think soon as they see their child and things just everything changes in an instant. I feel like the immediate thing is different for everybody. It kind of depends a little bit. Uh, don't be surprised if you're not feeling like what you think you would be feeling right away, but uh, it will it, it not in whatever you feel, it'll grow. So even if you're feeling a lot, it'll grow because there's the part where you just have that like love for this creature you have to take care of and just the sort of amazement of the miracle of this thing and just this love that you have for it. But then that little creature starts to develop a personality and starts to become really uniquely individual and every tiny little way that that evolves will delight you. And then your love for them will just grow and grow. It's, it's miraculous, but they are, it is like inviting Al Qaeda into your home. (laughs) (laughs) So there's that. Yeah. But it's like, you love Al Qaeda, right? So I did a lot of comparison at the beginning of like, Wendy is my number one. Uh, Like, because I remember a dog. Yes, Wendy, my dog. And so, like, Kathleen, who was watching Wendy, would send me pictures of Wendy. And at the beginning, I was looking at these pictures and, like, you know, you know, do who, like, not comparing who I love more, but just my bond is stronger with this dog right now than with this baby that I don't, that I don't know at all. But I also had, my baby had to go to the NICU. So, like, I didn't get to hold him right away. And so it was, the bonding was interrupted. But I just suspect, your relationship with Chooch, like the, it'll be interesting. Like at first, Chooch will be right here. I'm sort of holding one hand close and and another hand far, and then you'll sort of experience this like the equalization, and then I don't know. You'll see. I don't even want. I'm so uh, that's something that's already breaking my heart. Is it, is I, how Chooch is going to take this? Yeah, I yeah. think you will find that Chooch. Well, how do you think Chooch is going to take it? Well, babies in the past, it has not gone well. <laughs> my nephew, you know, it did not go well. She gets extremely jealous. Chooch is my firstborn little girl, my angel, my best friend. We stare at each other all day. Like, we're so close. Mm-hmm. And she's so, so sweet. And I know it's going to be hard for her. And that kills me. But at the same time, Chooch, I gave you 12 years. You got to be the baby for 12 years. Mommy's eggs were ticking. I had to, you know, pull the trigger on this. You might the I take don't the baby's beanie and uh, Yeah, we're gonna do that. Yeah. You might just- find that it goes better than than you're thinking. I mean, I remember someone saying that to me, like, when it's your baby, it's different. When it's your baby, it's different. And you just you just might find that like there's just some understanding that this is your baby and part of the family and uh, yeah. and and chooch will just have this different relationship well, with the baby luckily and it'll go great choochie weighs five pounds so if i'm like feeding the baby she can be sitting on my legs yeah like, she can still be included she just likes mm-hmm. to be near me on me yeah. touching me and her and the baby have a whole thing going on and i truly i know she knows he's in there and i think he knows on some level that she's here because so chooch has a level four heart murmur 
Mm-hmm. So her heart basically just beats out like you feel it very strongly. And the baby kicks me all the time and Chooch always goes to the baby mm. and they lay next to each other and I feel her little murmur and then I feel him kick and it's like they're both like writing an EDM song together <laughs> and it's like my favorite thing. And then I told Ben, she always lays with her head up on me. But the other day I had my... Uh, one of my little sonograms and the baby f- is in place now. So his head is down. Mm-hmm. Now Chuchi's putting her head down when oh, she, she lays. Knows. And I'm just like, she's putting herself next to him. Oh, see, they're going to be, they're like siblings. It's going to, they are going to be close. It's going to be fine. I'm going to sob just, every second. I know. <laughs> you're just adding a friend for Chooch. Oh. So sweet. It's going to be, it's going to be great. I think. I can't wait. I want this little bugger out, man. Yeah. Yeah, it gets it gets um so uncomfortable at the end. Yeah, I can't even imagine if it's worse than it already is. <laughs> you guys, thank you so much for coming on the show. Ben, thank you for that quiz. <sighs> truly, <laughs> truly We shameful. all learned so much. I know we did. I know it was it was the light, it was the light spot in the episode for sure. <laughs> Was it's it that just, or was it the asshole story? Who knows? <laughs> it's. I just want to say, I am, despite evidence on this show, I am an educated person. I went to a very good school. I, I'm crazy. I read, yes, that too, but I read as intelligent. So it is just very... It's someone else's fault that I have such huge gaps in my understanding of the world and the nuclear situation. And I am, I don't know whose fault it is, but I hope they feel bad. No, it's pretty pathetic. I need to like really read up on something or other. Well, this is something that we haven't had to know yet. We're privileged in that regard. And now we're learning and it's great. We all learned and uh, we'll remember now, right? That's right. Definitely. That's right. Um, Jackie and Ben. Uh, let's start with Jackie. Where can we find you? What should we look out for? Plug all your things. Oh, uh, well, Allison, I have two things going on right now. One is Natch Butte, which all your listeners know by now. Every Thursday, we have a new episode of Natch Butte where we t- talk beauty with a guest. So check that out anywhere you get your shows. And then there's Spotify Green Room. Which is very exciting. I'm now a sponsored creator of Spotify Greenroom, so I'm hosting weekly live chats on the Spotify Greenroom app. It's a great interface. Everyone can come in there. Yeah, and come in and join me. I'm going to make Allison come join me in one. I would love to. And it's really fun. And uh, yeah, so check those out. Thursdays at 4 p.m. California time is my one slot, but then I I dip in at other times. So join Spotify Greenroom. It's a beautiful app. Do it, guys. I was a guest on um, someone else's Spotify green room, and it was super duper fun. And I said, I want to do this more often. So, yes, I want to do it. Great. Um, ben, where might we find you? You can find me on my new favorite app, TikTok, at that Ben Sheehan. And on Instagram, I do daily one-minute civics lessons, most if not every day of the week. So you, if you have one minute to spare, maybe you will you will learn something. And my books, uh, my adult constitution book and my kids constitution book are both available wherever you get your books. Wonderful. Daniel? You can find me at Twitter and Instagram at Daniel Quants. Tony? For some reason. 
I am on Twitter and Instagram at Tony Thaxton. And my podcast, Bizarre Albums, is every Tuesday. And that's it for now. Oh, and I totally forgot. Okay, on my Monday show, we had Beth Lapidus on. She's great. Uh, she's referred to as the godmother of alternative comedy. She hosts Uncabaret. She has a book out. And she was so taken with Jackie's drops. She was like, if I come back, can I have a drop? So, Jackie, could you do a Beth Lapidus in the style of Tony Thaxton? Yeah. Beth Lupidus. Lapidus. Lapidus. L-A-P-I-D-E-S, yes. Beth Lapidus. It's beautiful. <laughs> yeah. Such a pro. One take, so good. You guys, thank you for listening. Uh, check out my other shows, Upworthy Weekly. Check out, that's the one, that's the newest one. It's the one I'm most jazzed about. Uh, Upworthy Weekly every Saturday. Uh, check out Childish. I mentioned my Patreon. Um, oh, and also I've started a newsletter. I keep just smushing my eyes as if I don't have makeup all over them. I have got to stop. Um, I, uh, I started a newsletter. I'm having fun with it. I've sent out one issue so far. Subscribe to that if you want. Um, it, it, to tell you the URL is too long just verbally. So g- follow me on social media because I uh, tweeted about it and posted on Instagram. Just I, just, t- just check out on Twitter. That'd be the easiest way to find it. Um, so I'm at Allison Rosen on Twitter and on Instagram. And uh, yeah, and, and if you like what you're hearing, please make sure you're subscribed and leave us a nice comment on Apple Podcasts. Uh, let us know how you did on Ben's nuke quiz. Okay, you guys, thank you so much for listening. I love you. You matter. Goodbye. Hey, do you know about the Allison Rosen show? We had a good time, but now we gotta go. Yeah, Allison Rosen.